Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. On today's episode, I want to speak with you about how you need to be your biggest advocate and how you need to get good at hard conversations. I've had many interactions with realtors recently through the coaching that I do in the membership, and so many of them talk to me about how they have a hard time having hard conversations, whether that's with a client, whether that's with you know maybe the company or broker or team leader that they're with, they're not good at hard conversations. And so I've shared with them, and I want to share with you all as well, as I've thought about my entire career journey, I have thought about and shared with them and want to with you as well, I've thought about some pivotal moments where I had hard conversations. Now, I've openly shared about my struggles in W-2 jobs and how I would not last long at jobs. Either I wasn't content or I, you know, I just didn't last, lost my job. And sometimes I was so busy focused on like dreaming and needed to focus on the things in front of me. And so I struggled in that area, but I was good at having hard conversations and continue to be really good at having hard conversations. You know, I was recently speaking to someone, you know, they're not in real estate, they're in a W-2 job, but they've been at that job over 10 years and they've never asked for a raise. And so we were sitting down having lunch and I talked to them and just said like, why in the world would you be at the same job for so long and never ask for a raise? And they said, well, I'm, I'm not good at asking for money. I'm not good at standing up for myself. And I said to them, I said, if you are not going to advocate for yourself and be your biggest advocate, who is? If you are not going to be your biggest cheerleader and you know person standing up for yourself and knowing your value, who would and why would any company want to pay you more and more money, right? And so I talked to them about how you have to get good at hard conversations. And there's so many conversations, right? Anytime money or compensation comes up, it can often be awkward. But if you're not going to stand up for yourself, if you're not going to say, hey, I know my value, I know my worth, I'm worth a certain salary or raise or better benefit package or whatever it is, who will be the one to do it? I spoke to this person about previous jobs. I remember even becoming a management trainee at a previous financial institution, went through the entire application process, then was accepted, right? Hundreds of people apply every year, and they chose eight people, four internal candidates and four external candidates. And so I remember being offered the job over the phone and asking for more money than they would typically pay the position. And I think the lady almost fell off her chair because she was silent for a good 15 to 20 seconds. But I talked about, again, it wasn't, hey, give me money, I'm, I'm so good. It was, hey, I, I know the value I bring to the organization. I know that I've been an asset here to the organization. And these are why I believe this package is better suited for the value I bring, right? I had to know what value I brought to the organization rather than just 
asking for money. And again, it's it's not just about money. It wasn't because I was greedy. It was because I had experience at that institution. It was because I knew my value I was bringing was worth more money. And so at multiple W-2 jobs, I would always, you know, research what the traditional salary was, compensation levels, and always push those boundaries a little bit, knowing my value and asking for more money. I had to be my biggest advocate, right? I did this when my wife was working and she, you know, is now an amazing stay-at-home mom, but I would encourage her, you know, when we were both in the banking world together, you know, she went through multiple positions and promotions, did a great job, and I encouraged her at each and every one of those interactions to ask for a better package than what was originally presented on the table. You know, ask for a better compensation package. And even with what I do now in real estate, right? How have I done what I've done in terms of hard conversations with clients when it comes to money in terms of things at my company? Well, I've got good at heart, hard conversations, been willing to ask questions, been willing to talk about, you know, raises and the value that I bring to the company and organization, right? Here's the things I can do. And then, of course, if I do these additional things as I take on more responsibility in various roles, I expect to be compensated fairly for that, right? And so, again, this isn't just money, but I think a lot of this, this is just an example. And so much of this comes down to how much you believe in yourself and how much you believe in what you're doing and how much you're willing to stand up for yourself. Imagine talking to an employer, right? You know, you're sitting down for a job interview, whether, you know, maybe it's something in real estate at different brokerages or changing companies. Imagine you're having a conversation with them. And I'm just throwing out random numbers, right? But imagine that they're like, okay. And again, a W 2 job is a little different because it's a, you know, either a salary position, you're this salaried at this much a year or a week or whatever. And in, you know, real estate, it's not really, it's you get a certain percentage of commissions and all that. But imagine you're sitting down. Okay, so a W-2 job, you're sitting down and they say, we're going to pay you X number of dollars an hour, right? Or let's say in the real estate world, they say, I'm going to put you at this split, maybe an 80% split. But then they say, well, we'll pay you this more, you know, in the W-2 side, this many more dollars an hour. Or on the real estate side, in the example, maybe they say, we'll offer you 90%, right? So both numbers on the W-2 and the real estate side, they're offering you a higher amount. But they say, for us to offer you this, we want you to tell us the value you'll bring to our organization and why you deserve that extra, you know, six, $12, whatever it is an hour, or that extra 10% split. What would you say? Would you sit there and stare at them like, I don't know. I don't know why I deserve this 90%. I don't know why I deserve this extra 12 bucks an hour, right? You have to be your biggest advocate. You have to get good at hard conversations and you have to get good at being your biggest advocate. This relates to financial compensation like we've talked about, but it relates in other ways as well in our business. How do we interact with clients? Imagine, you know, you work for a company and let's say, you know, you're meeting with a client and the standard is a 6% commission or, or whatever it is. And maybe you're meeting with a client and they have, you know, a discount broker coming in saying, I'll list this home for three, five, 4%, whatever it is, just throwing out numbers. And they say to you, why should I list with you? Right? What would you say? 
Would you sit there and say, oh, I don't know. I'll try to do a good job. No, you will be your biggest advocate. You will be able to have hard conversations and stand up for yourself. You'll say, here's what I bring to the table. Here's what my company brings to the table. Here is how hard I am going to work for you. It's very interesting. As I thought about this episode, I thought so much back to these sorts of conversations in the spring and summer when I had that luxury listing that, you know, we listed for $1,349,000, right? That was our list price. So how could I sit there at their table with a person listing a $1.3 million home and not be good at standing up for myself and being willing to have hard conversations, not be good at advocating for myself? They asked me questions like, why should we list with you? Why should we pay a higher percentage, etc.? They asked me these and I was prepared with answers because I know the luxury market. I know the questions they're going to ask. Thankfully, you know, people helped me and I did some research prior to sitting down. But my answer was, you should list with me and pay more money because I know about the quality of work that I do. I know I'm going to communicate well with you. I know I'm going to outwork any other agent, just like my clients have said in reviews, (laughs) in video and text reviews that I sent to them to look at. I was a huge advocate for myself. I had to be good at being willing to, you know, be held to the fire a little bit with them saying, well, why do you deserve this listing? Right? With the man total, I think it was a 50 or $60,000 total commission again, before it breaks out on both sides and splits and everything else. But they were there saying, why would we pay 50, $60,000? And I had to say, because I'm going to do the best job and I'm going to work extremely hard for you because yeah, you are paying a very large amount of a commission, but I promise I'm going to work diligently for you. And I did, and I did it and they were happy with my work. Now, again, it's not the dollar, right? It doesn't matter whether it was 30,000 or $2,000, right? It doesn't matter. It's just about treating the clients the right way and being willing to stand up for yourself. So I want you to think about this in your real estate business. How do you handle those hard conversations? Do you run away when people question your value? Do you try to change the conversation and never talk about money? I hope you don't. But I hope that if you do, you can think about this in your real estate business. I hope you can think about being a bigger advocate for yourself and getting better at hard conversations. I firmly believe, you know, real estate can be very hard and very difficult, but I firmly believe that you'll have a lot more success if you just embrace the difficult conversations, you know, stretch those muscles, get better at hard conversations and advocating for yourself and talking about the hard stuff, being willing to have open and honest conversations about compensation, your value, and what you bring to the organization, or as we think about real estate deals, what you bring to the table for the real estate client. If you can do this, I firmly believe that you will have more success. Get good at being your biggest advocate. Get good at those hard conversations for yourself and for your business. Believe in yourself and what you're doing. Show them your value. Show them what you're gonna bring to the table and work diligently and make it happen for your business. Stand up for yourself. Thank you guys for listening. I hope this really helps you and I'll see you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. 
If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.